Y'all, I have not mentioned this on the show yet. I have not the opportunity to mention it, honestly, but I am nominated for my first award for this podcast. And it's actually me who was nominated, which is like a very big deal to me. It means a lot to me. I'm nominated for Best Indie Podcast Host by the Podcast Academy. So the Podcast Academy hosts an award show every year for podcasts called The Ambies. This year it is in Los Angeles. I will be attending the Ambies where I will find out whether or not I won the award. And even if I don't win, that's okay. But obviously I would love to win if you are a voting member of the Podcast Academy because only voting members of the Podcast Academy can vote in the Ambie Awards. Please, I would love your consideration. Take a listen, take a gander. I hope you enjoy the content. hope you enjoy the podcast. I hope you enjoy me. And I hope you're down to vote for me for Best Indie Podcast Host. Now let's get into the show. Oh, you're, so you're a Gemini. Yeah, that I'm means, a Gemini. Mm-hmm. That means you got two different voices in your head? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm the Gemini, actually, not just a Gemini. I'm okay. the Gemini. You're the um, Gemini. So does right. that mean, like, like the one day this podcast is going to end because, like, we get into, like, fiery conflict? Like, I you mean, know, you just this turn is on very me possible day? because you are a Gemini rising, which means that you oh, also have... The duality wow. that you are trying to make fun of right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little cracked right as well. Right. You too are mm-hmm. a little cracked. Some mm-hmm. may say scrambled, perhaps, something of the sort. <laughs> so, yeah, you you know, if it happens, it happens. Who's to say? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But. Welcome to Black People Love Paramore. This is what a podcast up, where we, we talk about the random shit Black people love, like today's topic of mm-hmm. crab legs. Yeah, shout out Maryland. Because Black people really do. Black people be loving crab legs. Shout out Maryland. Shout out DMV. This All is such a, to- a, a perfectly timed episode, too, because you want to know where I was last weekend? You was in Maryland. I was in, I was in Maryland. Even took a little trip up to Baltimore, to B-more. Oh, you went to B-mo? You I went, went to, to Baltimore? Dude. However they be saying it. Food. <laughs> Wait. Mo? Food. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that should yeah. be killing me. Baltimore accents actually ruined my life. The chewed. I chewed my Oh, food. my God. God, yes. it's British. It really it's, is British. Did you see that video really... on Twitter of them comparing no. Baltimore accents to British? Oh, that's accents? so funny. No, it's that makes a lot so of sense. Funny. Have you seen the have you seen the video of the excuse me, guys? I just I have this new mic, so you might be picking up things you haven't originally picked up from me. Um so <laughs> just forewarning, trigger warning. He um, got money now. No, I actually I've had this since I used to live in LA. I just it's just been sitting in like a little box in my drawer and I forgot. I'm about done it. with you. Not you fucking having a podcast six episodes deep. Hey, look, God's working on all of us. Like we said, I'm a Gemini rising, so that means I'm a little scrambled. Lord, I hope he started um, working on you quicker, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> kid, that was really rude. Uh, <laughs> it's Sequoia's birthday week, so we're going to let it slide. But um, what was it? I was talking about And I look like more. Beyonce. Oh, she's, but okay, yeah, go she's got her braids done, everybody. I know this is not a this is not a visual podcast, but we do need to keep you updated on our appearance. 
Uh, Sequoia's you got know what I mean? Brush. I have braids. They're blonde. It's a little blonde thing going on. It's mm-hmm. giving lemonade. Mm-hmm. It's giving mm-hmm. H Town B. It's giving you know. It's giving a whole thing. And I and I see it and I recognize it and I and uh, I think it's cool. And I'm glad. That What's my funny co-host... is Jordan saw it, recognized it, and did not mention it until I did. And so, um, <laughs> I don't know if I should be offended. Wow. Okay. Here's I the thing. Am, here's the thing. I I I've, every time I open up this app and we sit virtually together and and. <laughs> and do this little thing we call a podcast i mm-hmm. you you're liable to look any you 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 sometimes you you, you have a full <laughs> costume on sometimes you have a full costume he on say, he says sometimes you come on here looking so fucking crusty i can't even tell who the fuck that is i'll be I, like oh no, did i go to the wrong room no i didn't say all that i said like you you I, you're liable sequoia and you you know this you're liable to like just pop out with the fishnet gloves on <laughs> One day, a bow in your hair. You know, you know, like stay so, with it. So who am I? I, t- I keep a fishnet. I who keep a, I? A, a Ariana, a Ariana cat, cat shit oh on God. deck. She, like, you so, know what I mean. So forgive me for for not um for not immediately jumping at a new thing. So you know what? That's very fair. I'm gonna give you that. I'm gonna concede that to you. Um, simply because. Gemini Rising, so I'll leave it at that. I'll let you, you have that. But um, what were you doing in Baltimore over the weekend? Oh, so I was visiting my cousin Tiffany. Shout out Tiffany, my older cousin. Ah, uh, 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 you know Nelson Gang. We in here. Um, uh, uh. But she's she's pregnant. Uh, uh, I've, Ooh. Hopefully, my family might have to cut that. Yeah, we have to cut that. Okay, actually, have to cut that. Actually, actually, no. I think I don't know. We'll figure it out. But um, anyway, okay. Tiffany's pregnant and, and uh, went down there to visit her and her husband, a lovely husband, Jason. And I was with my sister and my cousin, Tam, her brother. And we had a nice time. We just visited them, saw their little dog, saw their house in Maryland. I never, I never seen their new house, you know. This, first of all, okay, two notes on Maryland and the DMV generally. One, okay. cicada's going crazy. Have you heard about oh, this? Oh, yeah. Cicada's yeah, going crazy. I have heard about crazy. it. So we don't, we don't have that in New York, I guess. But like down there... Like you literally step outside and it sounds like someone. It sounds like you know in the part in the movie where like it's like uh, the the main characters having like a realization and like they're seeing their past, you know, and it's like yes, 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 like the the like the like the like whatever that synth is, like is like like peaking. That's what it sounds like all the time outside of Maryland. Like the the cicadas are screaming and it sounds like this like just high white noise. It's wild and um. And uh, and they're big as hell. That's what they don't tell you. And you you don't like bugs, right? Fuck no. Yo, you'd hate this. So they're big as hell, and they just fly into you. They're not. They're not. They're like uncoordinated or something. Shut up. I, I went outside on my on Tiffany's uh, <laughs> patio to take a video of the of the cicada noise because like I'd never heard anything like this. And then I'm just sitting there taking a video, and then one go Dump! hits me right in my eyeball. <laughs> Smack you on the eyeball. Smack me in the eyeball. And like it knocked me off my balance. It was and they're so big. And they're absolutely everywhere. <laughs> that shit knocked you off balance. We were like walking. We went to get to, to get like brunch and there was like they just like all littering the uh the parking lot of the little brunch place. Like they're like everywhere. And 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 my cousin, I didn't really understand. So like I feel like I've heard about cicadas <clears throat> like like I've every like periodically like for the last like t- ten years of my life, he's just, like, somebody's always talking about the kids. right. The kids always pop back up, you know. And so, and I finally right. decided like I'm gonna pay attention. What it? What is? What are cicadas? Why does this happen? My cousin explained it to me. He was like, 
Oh yeah, so like this 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 spring of like this new spree of cicadas is a a, a one that has been hibernating for seventeen years. Um, and they came out of hibernation, um, now and they're, and they're doing their whole thing. And the reason that they are so loud is because these niggas are just trying to fuck. They're like screaming because they want to mate. That is what they're doing. They're just like, they're screaming "Ah!" out of (laughs) hornies. Wow. What great timing for the world opening back up. This is literally all of us right now screaming out of horniness because the world's opening back up. Literally, that's that's the cicadas. So the cicadas are like synced with us in a weird way. Um, 100%. And um, yeah, so that's what they're doing. And it was just like, so that was the first observation. The second one was um, we went, we took a little trip to Maryland. We took to Baltimore. She lives outside Maryland, outside Baltimore. And we took like a 20 minute drive into Baltimore, saw. Fells Point, I think it's called. It's like a little neighborhood down on the Baltimore's on the like you know Chesapeake Bay. It's like it's down on the water, and we're mm-hmm. driving around. And just you know, like you're driving around on a summer night, and you can just feel like it's it's about to be lit. Like the, and there's niggas are out. Yes. It's just like it just feels like there's about something's about to happen. Like like a good night. Hell yeah. And so like that was that was the energy that night. We we're just driving around, and she's pregnant, so we're like we're not gonna stay and go out. We're just gonna <laughs> see the sights and like you know she's showing us around, and then we go home and you know watch an episode of True Detective. Um. And so we, I, um, we're out and I, I, after we're leaving, I'm like, Oh, that, that, like, that area felt like really lit. It felt like so good out there. Like, I feel like felt it's going to be like a yeah. good Friday night. Um, fast forward to Monday or to Sunday. Um, and Tiffany sends us, um, like, like NBC local Baltimore news report. Niggas went up. Like there was like t- uh, two shootings. Uh, like there's like uh, multiple fights caught on uh, video. Like, oh. Uh, all and this all in the streets that we were just in like we were literally the, the area we drove around like hours later it was just like mayhem like people were like oh it's it like hot. summer summer for real outside. like yeah like, like there's like like somebody snapchatted like somebody getting knocked out like it was uh, insane um i'm done this is the shit uh chance the rapper was rapping about on acid rap mm-hmm. where he was like everybody die in the summer i, I pray for more spring type yeah, shit that's his, that's literally it that's crazy yeah, so those are the two thoughts on my notes from baltimore is uh okay uh, it's getting active it's the summer people are getting active and those them cicadas <laughs> are loud very loud them cicadas okay cicadas mm-hmm. is loud they're super cicadas this year because they've been in hiding for they've 17 years out. and Baltimore is active in a very alarming way, frankly. Okay, alarmingly mm-hmm. active Baltimore. Okay, we'll take them two notes for the DMV. Or that's not even DMV. Baltimore is not actually. I, I, do people yeah. consider Baltimore part of the DMV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. DC, Maryland, Virginia. But is it all of Maryland, or is it just the bottom? From because I feel like it's really like PG County and South, and like Baltimore is like Baltimore. But again. I, this comes from somebody who lived in DC for a total of seven months, so I can't. I didn't even really know you lived in DC. Okay, I did. I lived in DC. I moved there twice. I moved there once in my last semester of college because I was like doing like a study abroad program in DC. It wasn't fucking abroad, Ew. and then I loved it so much. I went home and moved back because I was like, yeah, I'm getting a full time job here. So I did. What were you, and then you I working back. in politics? What were you doing? I was working in a, yes, in politics. I was working, I have a degree in politics and I was working for a digital political advertising agency where they were very Cambridge, Cambridge Analytica. Mm. And they were pretty much just like pushing left-leaning political ads on Wait, what? You were working for literally for Cambridge Analytica? No, they were very, you know what I mean? It felt, 
It felt oh, adjacent. I, see. I was like, it wait, Sequoia, you can't, you're not going to have this big reveal about your political You past. can't just say that, right? You you can't, right? <laughs> you got to go deeper. No, no. I was working for a digital political advertising agency that was trying to make money off of pushing left-leaning political candidates. I was happy it was left-leaning at a baseline. Wow. Felt gross, nevertheless. Okay, so the more you know. Look, here, I, mm-hmm. here we all were, me, um, the, our fans, Panama, assuming that you <laughs> were just like this person, content creator, like digital native you know media personality mm-hmm. but when when you have a mm-hmm. a, a serious political background Hi, I'm Kate Casey, an unscripted TV expert. Three times a week, I interview the talent directors, producers, and hosts of television's most popular reality shows, docuseries, and documentaries. I get all the -the behind-the-scenes stories. I cover everything from The Bachelor selling Sunset and Real Housewives to Tinder Swindler, The Last Dance, and Secrets of Playboy. Join me as I ask all the questions that you want asked. And best of all, I'm the most trusted source on what to watch every week. I will give you a guide on everything from true crime and sports to competition calling from all streaming and cable networks the best guests the best shows and series reality life with kate casey a dark past you know what i mean she's a politics girl i didn't even know you've been east of the mississippi to be honest like yeah nigga i'll be out i'll be out here i'll be out here and then i moved back home because i was going to grad school Mm -hmm. at usc and then I dropped out of grad school at USC, and uh, uh, the rest is history. Here I am on this podcast. I feel like DC you know I mean? feels like a place I would not want to live. I'm surprised you enjoyed it. Jordan, it's literally my favorite city what? ever. I say consistently, I will move back to DC the moment that I can, and like it makes okay, sense. Okay, this this is your this is your in my back. defense because I need an explanation. <laughs> oh, I this could be my in my defense. Chocolate City is my motherfucking city. You, you baby, out here listening okay? to Go Go? Is that Go Go in those headphones right now? Shut up. <laughs> yeah, Go Go music do be happening in DC. I will say, okay, the music that DC has not my favorite thing as a native mm-hmm. Los Angeles mm-hmm. person. Um, that was like my first real introduction to uh Afrobeats and like everything diasporic. Mm-hmm. Um and the music playing out when you're used to hearing like you know shit that niggas is jerking to or whatever the fuck else that they're doing, <laughs> when you might hear Ray J at a day party in Los Angeles, you're never gonna hear Ray J at a day party in Washington fucking DC. LA is okay. LA is really and I didn't realize that until I went other places I was like oh shit you niggas think we're weird you niggas think we have bad taste like that's crazy so it's a different place yeah no DC is so good DC is so good it's like black people Mm -hmm. everywhere young black people they like dress nicely damn I'm sounding very Monique right now I'm sounding very Monique right now we're creeping into Monique it's giving Monique we're giving, we're giving Monique. Mo- why are you wearing your thigh, sister? What? Why would you have that on in somebody, somebody else's club? club. That's <laughs> right. oh, no. Oh, no. That's sad. But um, also fuck Monique because I dragged her ass on TikTok, and now I'm gonna say drag. And now geriatric TikTok has been dragging me for a week, and TikTok blocked me. Why'd from you? Why did? On the platform. What? Um, wow. This is my to Sequoia yes, Digest. Yeah. Wait. So that. Wh- Yes. They, they, so TikTok got mad at you for coming for Monique? 
TikTok has been having a love hate relationship with me for a minute. I told you I'll be out here. Yeah, and I, and I abstain right? I because you know, I'm, you know, okay, right? I'm off the bottle, because you know, I'm not doing yeah. that. Yeah, a real ass mm-hmm. nigga off the bottle. I totally get that. You don't want to get in the right. in the TikTok world. So I be TikToking. I be talking trash about white people because that's mm-hmm. like my favorite thing to do. And TikTok be mad that I be talking every time I say white people, my videos deleted, Whoa. and I'm like. Oh, okay. So I, okay. I, I have heard about the like TikTok shadow banning people, especially people who mm-hmm. yeah. So, so go, go on. They don't even shadow ban me. They like I'll like the videos do well typically, but the moment I say white like, people, really? they'll delete that video. So like if the video's doing well, they're so like, like no, get that no, shit no, out of no, here. No, 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 you no. talking shit about white people, mm-hmm. we don't fucking do that. But when Connor up the street talking about he don't date <laughs> he don't date knuckle dragging black Whoa, women. Yo, because, yo, because yo. they're fu- they're fucking disgusting to he him or whatever. Dragging, did he? <laughs> he didn't. Oh I, my god! I, I added okay. that on for a fact. Jesus Christ! I, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm about to call Jesse Jackson on. myself. God damn! Right, like we about to get motherfucking Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson involved <laughs> immediately. But no, he didn't say all that. But he might as well. He's like, I don't date black girls because they're loud and ghetto and disgusting and whatever. Like almost verbatim. That video's Ooh. up. It was a whole nother video of a black girl calling this white girl a whole ass cracker with her whole chest. And that video is up. But I'm like, damn, I can't say white people on this here app. Anyways, so they blocked me from the app. They sent me a notification saying I'm blocked mm. from posting on TikTok. The content's too divisive. The content's too, the content's too uh, controversial. You know what I mean? And, 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 and geriatric TikTok was reporting my shit left and right because I said their fave Monique could suck my dick with uh, my whole chest because I meant it. Okay. And, um... Mm-hmm. And I said it was about white people and being performative for white people. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. All of those are my in my defense that week. We're going to okay. chalk it up to that. Okay. DC is great. Mm-hmm. Monique is trash. I'm correct in uh, all of those thoughts. Okay. Oh, I mean, that's my in my defense. Let's, let's, let's dig in. Let's dig in. Uh, uh, so <laughs> let's go I, I want to, let's, let's go back to DC. So like you talk about, I, I've heard Chocolate City, Kilmo, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Wale. Wale was the, <laughs> was the Nike Boost was a free uh, iTunes download in like 2006. I got it on the iPod Nano. I was at PG chilling, DC wow. chilling. My name Wale wow. came to kill it. All that came, came to kill. To I remember kill the video, flying in the rest of them. Still got my Nike boots, you know, of whatever. I'm there. Kevin Durant Period. from PG County. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Uh, I. Okay. And so what do you mean by people dress well not not no monique but what do you mean by people dress well like what what is it what style are we talking about what's the energy it's business suits it's like when i say well i mean like very uh, fitted like this is right. a suit like suits that is TV mine show, like suits on usa kind of mine energy. beautiful suits beautiful, beautiful gowns, gowns okay beautiful gowns okay um people really be out here like it's brunch culture is so different there like i feel like brunch culture is more similar to mm. new york mm. brunch culture in dc mm. than it is la brunch culture right. so it was a culture shock for me when i went i was like oh you niggas treat brunch like like this is like a thing this is a culture in los angeles you know you gather your girls y'all right. go to brunch and then nigga wears a long t-shirt with the with the big dc <laughs> right niggas wear a long shirt whatever in dc niggas is trying to stunt on you niggas is trying to step on your neck niggas is trying Ooh. to kill you at dc it's, brunch. It's all- Okay, it's not it's not a joke. This is the fucking fashion show. I this see, is the big leagues. If you're at DC brunch, don't show up in your little sneakers and oh, none right. of that. So shit. To be honest, like I feel like I've I've 
absorbed a lot of the, the DC hate secondhand. Like I don't I don't have too many like personal I've been to DC a couple of times, but I don't have too many personal like uh like grievances with DC. Like I went to a bad Georgetown party once when I was with my homie Dante and I was like, that's whack. But like that I've been to bad parties in many cities. Um but uh that's right. IB and IB plus. You can't, you know what I mean? Go to go to Oh wait, go true. To I should have I should have gone to fucking Howard. But um oh yeah, and I heard the Howard Homecoming. Yeah, so wait, so I need I need to reassign some of my DC thing. But I was gonna say, uh the the secondhand hate that I've heard about DC is that like that that like it's too finance bro, it's too political bro. That that energy's annoying. It's definitely political, um, bro. There's nothing cool culturally happening in the city. There's no like music. You, if you're hearing this from white people, they can they don't even have the correct perspective. You got to hear from if, if this okay. from black people, I'm willing to hear it. If it's from white people, they don't even they live right. in a different DC. All than right, the rest I'll, of us. I will, we'll have to tap into DC. I'm gonna I'm gonna need the Sequoia like tour to DC. My name is Tom Buck, and this is the Enthusiasm Project. Join me each week for deep dives exploring the world of what it means to be an independent creator on YouTube, starting your own creative business, and keeping a positive, enthusiastic mindset along the way. New episodes of the Enthusiasm Project are available every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Let me tell you something. I will go to DC tomorrow for no reason. Damn. Like so, I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna say Jordan, come here. on down. Okay, I'm here, and that's gonna be it. Um, let, okay, a... next week episode mm-hmm. live taping from DC. Guys, get your tickets on Eventbrite. We'll have the link up soon. Uh, yeah, we'll right. obviously be at a really big venue. We'll, we're really sure our Panamanian yeah, audience show up, will show come, out, show up, flags. show out, and you know sell us out. Right. So you might want to get your tickets um, quickly. Okay. Um, yeah. All right, so I think I, I I'm, I'm my mind is now open to DC in a way that it wasn't before. Uh, I'm, yes! I'm willing to yes! to give you that. All right, so is it my turn for um to in my defense? Yeah, let's get let's get a okay, in my guys, defense so, from uh, last week. Yeah. You may have noticed that I was um unusually quiet during in my defense. Uh, Sequoia had uh brought up uh one <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo as her in my defense, claiming that she was you know. You know, so good, the next big thing. She was akin to what's her name, Billy William Eyelash, and like William Eyelash and mm-hmm. Haley Williams, the Williams sisters. <laughs> Yo, like to <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna press end on this fucking call if you don't stop acting up. If you don't get your act together, acting up is the my Williams only setting. <laughs> That's the Williams sisters, William Eyelash and Haley Williams. We are less than uh, 10 days away from Juneteenth, and you're out here talking about (laughs) Billie Eilish and and, and God bless her, Haley Williams. But come on. Um, I will not stand for it. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Okay, so yes, you were saying, Sequoia was saying that all these people, that Olivia Rodrigo's up next, essentially. She's saying she's so good. And, like, I've been hearing this a lot from, from the timeline. You know, everybody's like, Olivia Rodrigo makes me feel like I'm 17 again, blah, blah, blah. All these big-age women and big-age people and big-age oh. men. Ooh, hold on on the big-age now. I mean, I, actually, and let me, let, me, let me scale that back because <laughs> Because music knows no age, and like I'm not trying to be like there's like a cutoff for how who you can enjoy or whatever. But it was odd. It was a little specious to me. 
This peel seems specious. <laughs> I was like, what is, what is exactly is this young woman doing that like it feels so revelatory that has people, you know, up in arms, you know, a uh, white freaknik, you know, in the streets because of this Olivia Rodrigo. Not white That's what freaknik. It felt like. <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm turning um, it off. And and I, I, I held my tongue, audience. <laughs> I held my tongue. Because, you know, I had I had uh kind of the the ace in the in the hole, if you will, uh to this whole argument that I but I, I we were over and over time, so I chose to save it. But um I'm I'm wanna talk I wanna talk about it now. I wanna I wanna shake the table and talk about it now. Um why are we Come getting? On, shake the table. I, I and I, I I did a a single maybe like a a half and like an a half listen of the Olivia Rodrigo album. Nothing really struck me, but Le- the opening track no, didn't strike you. No, not. I mean, I'll go back and listen to it. And I'll report to you, Sequoia, personally. But I, but it didn't do anything for me. Jordan. Meanwhile, Immunity by Claro has continued to be on rotation in my life and. She is continuing to supply banger Who? after banger for us. Um, you know, we, we all remember Flaming Hot Cheetos when she jumped out out the car, off rip, giving us a hit. And no. then she she proceeded to give us a full I bedroom don't. pop album with none other than Rostam from back from Vampire Weekend. You know, we're talking about late aughts, early 2010s indie um, legend Rostam. And she put together one of the 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 great like the great singer songwriter albums of that year, and and we're we're getting up in arms about Olivia a Disney star, is that what we're doing? Is that how we're going out timeline? Wow. Is that how we're going out? Wow. And Claro standing right there. Now, y'all, I just want you to know, Jordan really tried to subtweet <laughs> me today on the timeline. He really, he really, he really threw a sub at okay. me on the timeline. About Olivia Rodrigo and whoever this Clavio person <laughs> is, okay? She's and, not amigo. I didn't appreciate. She, <laughs> I don't know who she is. Right. Okay, we don't know who she is. You know who we do know? Oh my god, we Olivia have to, Rodrigo. We have to correct all of this. Okay, Sequoia, okay. it was that that was not substituted you because you're not alone in this. I'm seeing a lot of people in my timeline. Singing the praise of Livio Rodrigo, and I just don't understand it, but I'm not going to yuck anybody's yum. All I was saying is there are other options. There are other options. <laughs> One namely being the supremely talented young white All woman, Clara. You um, so, so that's what I have to say. That don't even sound right. You saying no. white supremacy? That's what you're saying? You said, I supreme, said supreme and white. Talented. You said supreme and white at once, and... <laughs> I heard white not you, not supremacy. You saying <laughs> so white supremacy with these cat ears on, right? <laughs> 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 it's giving very Doja like, Cat showing is, feet in the racial chat room, okay? That's um, what it's giving. Yeah, so that's my defense. I, you know, Claro, Claro, somebody who is like has not been without her own controversy. Um, she is a daughter. She's I she I believe she's oh, the daughter tell. of some sort of music executive. I don't you know, this is a this is an anti factual show, as we all know. So I'm not I don't have the full story. Um, is. But yeah, there was a kind of a minor controversy when she she came out, she had a lot of buzz from a couple SoundCloud songs. She got signed to the Fader label, which is like, what the fuck is the Fader label? Which is, you know, run by Fader the magazine. Um Yes, apparently the Fader has confusing. a label. I don't really know what that what that's about. Um but she was on the Fader label. Yes, it's, it's truly fueled it's, by ramen. It's like the new age mm-hmm. fueled by ramen, um, and 
they and they they learned mm-hmm. that like her um her father had some stake in fader label or something like that or so like it, it was smelling mm-hmm. of nepotism she's also from like rural massachusetts you know and um it's like what business do you like what do you know about any of this stuff and and she was doing yeah i think i think it was mostly like who is this like this white girl from middle of nowhere who like suddenly is just like on everybody's radar and like how did how did her stuff get boosted so much and i and i i like to think like all these things like like billy eilish like all this stuff part of it is uh, obvious is organic i think part of it actually is they're striking something with people and people are engaging with the work and like they pop off part of it also is that she is a young conventionally attractive cis white woman you know and um as is billy eilish and so like right. they're like they just that that they People right. eat that shit up, you know, be it the the powers that be or the consumers. Right. And and also there's a little bit of sprinkle, a little bit of tiny little um garnish of nepotism doesn't hurt. Um so we need to, okay. we need to acknowledge that. But uh but that doesn't that doesn't uh dis- okay. negate the fact that Claro's putting out bangers. May I direct your attention to sinking Sequoia? May I direct your attention to uh I'll 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 send okay. you some songs, but um Mm-hmm. Simply, I'm about to. I'm looking at her now. Hold on, I ain't never seen this little girl before. Okay, okay. I mean, yeah, she, 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 she's very regular looking. Um, mm-hmm. twenty two years 22. old, born in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. Um, there are white people. There are white people in Atlanta. People mm-hmm. forget they're white. Okay, yeah, Atlanta. Massachusetts. I don't think that's true. That is, there's no white people. Okay. I don't think that's All true. Right. I don't All think so. I'm gonna find out tomorrow. I'm going oh, tomorrow. Right. I'm gonna find out. Yeah, I'll report back. report back. I think the thing is, Atlanta's just like segregated. That's why people forget this. this uh, that is there. true. I'll take a picture of whites if mm-hmm. I see them. I doubt you'll be in those parts. Should I see whites, I will take a photo yeah. of whites. People also search for girl in red, Jeff Cottrell, Beta Badoo. Who the fuck is this? I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Jeff Cottrell's probably. Who the fuck father. is Claro? Who is that, That's... Jordan? Who is Beta Badoobidi? Who the hell that is that? Is. Um, but these are Claro's comrades. That's why I just want you bags, to listen to Sophia. Listen to Sinking. There's so many, so many slaps. Okay, not 2.9 million followers. See, the internet has made it so somebody with millions of followers can be somebody I've literally never even heard of right. or We're laid eyes on. All in a little um. Uh, little uh silos before you we had this episode i didn't know what washington <gasps> dc was so you know like we're learning everything oh i'm done well now hold on now claro oh uh, you know what i'm gonna save this one my this in my defense for next week but claro i'm looking at her instagram right now and she has my lord and savior uh-huh. <laughs> lord <laughs> On her Instagram, it looks like she's featured on Lord's album, so I might be getting my intro wow. to Claro. See, you know, earlier all the, it all comes together. Here we are thinking we're yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a Lord stand, she is. She Dang. does stand Lord, Dang. so maybe I didn't, okay, I didn't know this, but that that checks out. Maybe it meshes. How'd you feel about that new song? You yeah, the it? cat ears. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know she had a new song out. Oh my god, I am getting old and washed. Anyways, okay. Whew, I say a week before my twenty seventh mm-hmm. birthday. <laughs> Anyways, um. Okay, I guess we should talk about crab legs at some yeah, point in this episode. So. so I will also start by saying I am insanely underprepared. Uh, usually, I'm usually underprepared. So like Jordan just said, this is an uh, afactual podcast. We don't, we don't have facts. We don't claim to have facts. We just mm-hmm. be on this bitch talking. 
Usually I'll do a quick Google search to facilitate my just on this bitch talkingness. Mm, yes. And this week I didn't even do that because I have so much shit to do before I fucking leave town tomorrow. I didn't do that. But I do have some, a theory in my mind as to why black people love crab legs. Okay. So crab legs are delicious. Jordan, do you like crab legs? Yeah, I love crab legs. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to hear that you have yeah. taste. I too love crab yeah. legs with a little garlic, a little butter in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I've noticed every coast does it differently. You go to DC, you ask for crab legs, you're gonna have a whole different experience than you go to than you in LA and you ask for crab legs. Um <clears throat> and it's not like crab legs are specifically black, so why do black people love them, right? I think I know. Enlighten us. I'm trying to think of a way that this is this is not gonna come out mad fragmented, <laughs> but I think it's gonna come out. It's gonna come I thought you were like gonna that, say anyways. mad racist, and I was like, uh, we're past that point. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, no. We know we're talking about white supremacy and fucking a whole bunch of other shit today. Okay, um, okay. So black people. Okay, so luxury means different things to different people, mm-hmm. right? Some people be like, luxury is the freedom of time. Luxury is the ability to buy myself that Birkin bag when I want it. Um, and black people, luxury squarely sits in your ability to afford and consume crab legs. Now that you put it like that, you know I what I mean? Like and this is corroborated by one Miss Scotty Beam, um, internet personality <laughs> herself. I believe her Twitter name may still be crab leg luxury or something of the sort there was a whole discourse on twitter a couple months ago about whether or not crab legs was a luxury item and all the niggas was like what are y'all on here talking about (laughs) calling people new black because they didn't believe that crab legs was luxury so essentially if you don't think crab legs are a luxury item you are a new black because any black person will tell you crab legs are luxury and black people like luxury because we've been deprived of it for so long absolutely yeah and a boom. part of it boom okay boom bam i felt that that with like people people wow. in the back can please sit down applause culture applause um uh-huh. also like crab legs are seasonal right and crab legs you can't get everywhere so i feel like like you know you have to be near a body of water where you can get them fresh like like a lot of seafood you need it kind of kind of fresh and otherwise that stuff will make you sick and and so like it is it is in a like literal sense kind of a luxury like you can't just have that anytime you know you got to go to special places for them to prepare it um and 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 it costs and it costs a little bit of more money right like it's not quite lobster level but it it costs a little bit more money um it's not cheap cheap. um and i feel like i feel like we like working for stuff as a people and you got to work for crab legs and there's not like there's not a lot of a, a reward. Like you'll be just like cracking, you know, a whole thing, and then like you get a little bit of meat out of there, and like that's not. It's 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 like t- it's tough work, and I feel like not everybody's built for that, but black people certainly are, and I feel like black people relish, you know, a challenge, in a way. Yeah, no, you're definitely right. I was definitely about to make a joke that I don't even think was going to be accepted <laughs> on this here podcast, as problematic as this one can be. And uh, I'm going to leave it there because I might tell you afterward. Mm, okay. Yeah, I'll tell you afterward. But just know that I had a really good joke for that. But I agree. Crab legs, crab legs is hard to mm-hmm. get to. 
um, which makes it more luxury. That costs a little bit more money, which makes it more luxury. Crab legs all the way around. And then if we want to take it to slavery, we can always take it to slavery. Because <laughs> it's time I for let's like... take it to slavery. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you want to take it to slavery, we primarily came over here through Charleston, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Is it Charleston, South North Carolina, Carolina or Charleston, Carolina, South Carolina? South Carolina. Carolina. <laughs> Please South check. Carolina. Thank you. <laughs> okay. We came here primarily through Charleston, South mm-hmm. Carolina, right? Which is teetering on the south. And you go around the whole bottom of the map and it's water there. It's water around the East Coast and around the bottom of the map. And where do fishes and crustacean and shellfish live? Yeah. In the water. So naturally, black people that was coming from the trek through the water made it to a shore where we eventually began consuming things on that. I love know, this anti-science that we're doing. We're all like, so if you think about it, crabs kind of fast. <laughs> It's giving <laughs> yeah. Umar. Well, it's this giving is the Dr. most Umar, Umar we've gotten. It's really beautiful. Um, another thing I haven't, we haven't considered too is uh, that crab wasn't always crab and other shellfish weren't always considered a luxury. Like crab and other shellfish, in fact, were um, at a certain point in time were uh, were like thought of as like a like a, a lower food. Like because and, and like low key crab and shellfish and like these the, like shrimp and stuff like that and lobster are just kind of insects They're like insects of the of the ocean and and i, I and again in the, in the spirit of this this afactual show i remember hearing actually relatively <laughs> recently that there was a history of um uh inmates at some american jail being being served lobster like that was a thing that happened used to happen regularly um you all what? can do your own research on that and fact check me. Oh, Feel free to um, follow at Media Matters on Twitter because they they are watching this podcast for disinformation. Um, um, but uh, uh, yeah, no, I, so I, like crab and like all these these like, shellfish were weren't always thought of as luxury. And I think I don't actually don't know how the turn happened, but like there was a point in time where like. That changed, of course, um, and and now. But I so I, I imagine part of it too was that like black people were always given the scraps. You know, we talked about this with the the c word that that shall not be That's uttered true. again um, on this podcast. Um, but like you know, we we've we've always been given <laughs> the weird food. Don't say it. I see it in your eyes. Um, uh, my mouth is a gate. <laughs> I really want. Uh, it's fine. I'll let you live. I'll yes. Let you live. So. Um, so yeah, like I think like there's a history, there's a through line of us being given the weird foods and being and having being relegated to like the the like the less desirable shit. And we we made we made tasty stuff with what we had, you know. That's where gumbo comes from. That's where all these like Period. all these great foods come from. And so, and I think I I gotta imagine crab crab is falls into that history somehow. No, that definitely makes a lot of sense. That's probably it. Obviously, we wouldn't know because we repeat again a factual but that is very likely where that comes from black people being given the crab the scraps and uh yeah crabs were definitely like crab shrimp all that shit was like the roaches of the Mm -hmm. sea i definitely Mm -hmm. have heard that term before like they're just like bottom feeders that eat whatever the fuck is Mm -hmm. at the bottom of the ocean but they're delicious then we eat them but they, but they tasty. tasty though. Have you ever had one? But they tasty though. You put a little butter mm. and garlic on that bitch, and it's it's no turning back. So maybe 
unseasoned. It might not be good. I ain't never had an unseasoned crab. Just a break that bitch open and eat it type crab. But (laughs) it's probably disgusting. All right. All right. Listen, I'm on I'm on a website called blackhistory.org.uk. Blackhistory.org.uk. Um, and it in this in a, the th- the first paragraph, <laughs> the first paragraph on the page it says the actual origins of Kalaloo are wide. So it's it's a it's an article called the origins of quote slave food Kalaloo dumplings and saltfish. This is getting really Caribbean. It's really West Indian yes. as well. Yes. Um, so they're talking Kalaloo, about Kalaloo. Yes. They're talking about these <clears throat> things, and it says the actual origins of Kalaloo are widely contested. <laughs> For Trinidadians, Kalaloo is one of the is one part of the national dish crab and Kalaloo. A dish that which was crab and kalaloo, let me say it again. A dish which was created by the African slaves sometime around 1530 when the island was under Spanish occupation. So first of all, Spain held uh, Trinidad and West and, and like Jamaica and all these other places before the English did. So when you guys want to throw your shit on us, remember that was the Spanish first, all right? Second of all, Second Ooh, of all, in that sad. paragraph, you see that it said crab and kalaloo was a dish that they've had in Trinidad, but that the slaves were making it since 1530, all right? 1530, that's like 500 <laughs> years ago, bro. So like, listen to that, listen to that. Crab is mm. a thing that we've been doing for a long time, way back in the in the islands, bro. So like, that's us. That's all right, us. Bro. Well, I guess I, I guess I'm not. You're a cousin, though. You are, you are a cousin. You're a West Coast cousin. Thank you. Because at the same time in 1530, <laughs> Thank you. there were black people in, in L.A. wearing chucks and throwing up, t- like, the, the set. That's why my calves it's, are exactly. shaped like the way that they are. It's because it's you've been because wearing tube socks for 500 years, bro. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously, that's it. That makes total mm. sense to me, though. I'm like, yeah, Kalaloo. Um, Spanish, all that shit makes sense to me. But the one question I do have is, where's your accent from? My accent. Yeah, my accent. Yeah, your accent. My accent. Where's your accent from? Yeah. Uh, what? Well, my family, my family's, <laughs> yeah. my family's from Jamaica, but I've grown up in Brixton mm. and lived in um East mm. London. I moved up to uh for a while. I was in West, but now I'm back in South in Brixton area. I have a little space I, do, I work out of um, here. You know, because I I have to say, I have a lot of black British co-workers and none of them quite sound like oh, yeah, 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 you yeah. do. It's interesting. And so it's I'm just wondering. I have a thing where like, yeah. like my mm-hmm. family's from Jamaica, like I say, but also I have uncles in the North. So we have a little bit of a North thing going on. Mm-hmm. And I, I watch a lot I watch a lot of American North, television, yeah. right? It's all right. So I... I, I, I I've like Drake, Drake comes in my voice, you know, a little bit. I've seen a lot. I've seen The Wire. You seen The Wire? Yes. So the Bo- Wire, Baltimore yeah. was a little uh-huh. bit of a Baltimore accent coming on. So like, it's a lot of things. It's a big, um, uh, how do we say? Uh, it's a big Creole kind of thing happening with my voice, and so I understand. Creole. So people, are, people are confused. You know, it's like a little bit of a. Um, it's just uh, you know all these different influences. Yeah, I get it. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like a melting pot. Mm-hmm. You're like yeah. the United so States pe- itself. People, people need to understand that. Mm-hmm. In the UK, in the UK, we have our own melting well, pot. It's a, it's a melting um, galleon. It's a melting galleon. Not <laughs> 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 a melting galleon. <laughs> okay, I'm glad that's over. I'm glad that the accent is broken in that um, 
we have regular Jordan back. Does this damn podcast uh, have a third segment? I feel like... Did I forget? I think, I think Is that uh, it? that's it. I feel like we usually have a guest and we're usually talking about, you know, what the guest has been on, how they're feeling, what they think about the thing, all of that. Um, right. If we, in an ideal world, we'd have right. a crab on, you know, have them speak for themselves. Um, I Why I mean, did I know, think of that? Why didn't I have a crab show. on? We're both kind of doing like, you know, the lifting. Um, that's so true. You know what? I have such good jokes right now. And I can't even say them because they're so bad. You're I'm about to write both our, of them down our, so I can remember to tell you. Audience, right now, Sequoia. If you know what, if y'all tweet at me, tweet I might just tweet at the jokes. Sequoia tweet and delete. Holmes. You know what I mean? Tweet at me. I'll DM it to you. If you screenshot it, you're dead to me. Yeah, and um, that's it. I don't know. I'm, I think I think yeah. we we like we covered all the terrain we need to cover. We talked about. Um, why Claro is superior to Olivia Rodrigo? We've kind of cracked open uh, crabs as as crab. Say crack again. <laughs> not you, not knowing Mean Girls references. Oh, oh. oh. I said say crack again. You sure. shall say crack. Crack. Okay, so as we've established canonically in this show, Sequoia is thirty nine. I'm twenty. <laughs> Stop trying to trigger me days before I'm already going to have an existential crisis on my birthday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Speaking of, I just want you to know, I got my hair braided last night, right? Mm-hmm. My hair braider is 20. She turned in 22 this year. Oh, wow. She's 21. She's graduating college this year. She turned 22. Shout out Jordan. Woo woo. Check out her braiding page. Okay. Uh, braised by Mava Amore. Okay. okay. Mava would be braised by Mava Amore. Okay. Yeah. They're looking good. She's fucking great. She's been doing my hair for like five years. She's really good. Since she was a baby? She turns, just literally since she was 17, she's been doing my hair. So she turns to me as she's doing my hair. Mind you, we've been silent watching High on the Hog for like the last hour. Mm -hmm. There's been no words said. She suddenly is just like, so how's it feel to be almost 30? So earnestly, she said it. So it was, there was no shade intended. There was no... She said that shit so earnestly. And when I tell you my whole fucking body tensed up. Devastating. Like, I was like, Right. How dare you your, say some shit? Your like follicles that just like shrunk, shrunk right up. How did literally my hair follicles are like shrinking away yeah. from her? Because they're like, What right. is she just How dare you say some shit like that to me? Jordan? That's fight or flight response right there. I don't understand. I l- my body literally went into fight or flight immediately. I said, Who, who, 30? Yeah, who? And my, I could, I couldn't even get nothing out. All I was like was, I don't know, I don't know her. 30. Damn. That's what, yeah, that's the thing. I think at a certain, like, I, cause I remember feeling this way. Like, at like a certain age in your late teens and early 20s, the idea of 30 is so far. The idea of 30 is like another universe. You're like, you're like, huh? Right? Um, Right? It's like, ooh, 30, that's so fucking old. And now, Half my friends are 33 mm-hmm. and older. And I'm like, oh, you niggas is my age. Like, mm-hmm. y'all are young as fuck. Mm-hmm. You find yourself laughing at their jokes and you're like, wait a second. Y'all niggas are not supposed to be yeah, funny. Yeah, how's that work? Y'all not supposed to be funny. Y'all supposed to be old. I thought y'all <laughs> died. <laughs> I thought you died after 30. What died. happened? <laughs> you guys look great. You look the fuck hey. great? Y'all living what, lives? You have Your best life? Money? 
Right. Wow. Money and freedom. That's no kids. You said. Mm. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Damn. That okay. is devastating, though. I mean, shout out Jordan again. We're not. You know, we we want you to get your coin. Crazy that you've been. Yeah. She's been breaking here since she was sixteen. I feel like that breaks that breaks some sort of child labor law. But we won't get into that. That's neither here nor there. Ooh. Um. And I. Ooh. <laughs> Perhaps, perhaps it breaks a little law, but nevertheless, she'd be at my house braiding my hair, braiding me wow. up. We'd be chilling, watching stuff. Um, yep. And, but, uh, so I guess like in anticipation of your birthday, are there any things you, you wish for, uh, for yourself, for black people more generally, uh, for the world? Um, I wish for death to capitalism. Gang. And I think that that would save mine. And the entire world's problems. I tend That's to agree it. with you, Sequoia. If I had one wish. If I had one wish. One wish. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So we're going to make Ray J references every episode now. Mm-hmm. I feel like it just has to be a way to just mm-hmm. get a little Ray, Ray, Ray J reference. Black people love Ray J. Okay. I mean, and do. I saw a tweet the other day that was like, Ray J is the ultimate butterfly effect. Like, if you take Ray J's life away, like, to where he was never born, so much shit is Yo, different. Yo, speak on it. Okay? <laughs> wow. Don't even give me... I'll send you the tweet. Wow. I, I, we not we, going to like, We're going to have, like, what's that? Like, the, the cork board with all the red wires on it? That, but for, Literally, Ray, but for right? Ray J's life and, like, all the, the, the impact he has had on the culture. Um, we just get Vince Staple like, in here. I know he, he's, he's got his... Uh, I mean, fellow Long Beach uh, native. The, I'm about to say, the way I will reach out to Vince Staples as best I can to get him on this motherfucking podcast, to see if he'll come on this podcast. Literally, I literally am actually going to do that. LOL. That was supposed to be a joke. It's not a joke. Now I'm actually going to try to reach out Here to Vince Staples. So, um, yeah. Well, I think we have come to the natural conclusion of this year episode of Black People Love Paramore. I hope that we were able to enlighten you about where crabs come mm-hmm. from um, and why Jordan is absolutely out of his mind with regard to his lack of Olivia Rodrigo appreciation. Yeah, you and we know. don't need any more of it. Um, you know, I, 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 everybody is entitled to their own opinion. Some of them are wrong and that is okay. But not you. <laughs> no. Not you. You are not entitled to your own opinion. No, no. <laughs> not you, okay. Um, okay, I think that's about it. Y'all can, damn, I feel like, oh, there's, I need to start signing off correctly for this motherfucking podcast. Okay. You can follow us on the Twitter and the Instagram at BPLP pod. Mm-hmm. You can email us if you think that you have a topic you want us to cover or because you think that one of us is trash. Mm-hmm. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Or um, any other reason that you would like to just email us. You love our, our podcast. Feel free to do so at blackpeopleloveparamore at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um and if you are so compelled, it would mean a lot to us if you left a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts now, as they're referring to it as, because mm-hmm. it helps us. And we have a few reviews. Jordan, I don't know if you've seen them, but they're cute. We got a, we got a couple reviews. I don't know who none of them oh, people wow. are. And it's oh, that's really so cute. cute. I okay. want to go home mm-hmm. and read them right now. Cuddle <laughs> up with a nice couple read of those reviews. and read our comments. Mm-hmm. Jordan, you should die, you fucking idiot. You call this a podcast. Right, Jordan. Stupid. Is this it's guy like that, serious? That, uh, recording. <laughs> this is for Rachel, but this is for Jordan. Somebody <laughs> does that whole thing in the thing. Yeah, you can go look at that right now. But um, And if you want to follow us personally, you can follow me at 
Sequoia B. Holmes. Is that my motherfucker? Yes. At Sequoia B. Holmes across every platform. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at, at G- Jeff Gordon, G-I-F-G-O-R-D-O-N. I'm on Twitter, you know. Mm-hmm. And we will see you in two weeks. Peace, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.